Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards, and we're back, baby! We're here again. Welcome to the Father Buckin' Protocol. It's your man, Dean Edwards. Vessi is still taking acting lessons, so I'm flying solo again. But that was always the, the, the grand idea, anyway, to fly solo. But I also heard that we've been getting uh, comments on iTunes, because we're on iTunes now. I'm very excited about that. And people are saying that we have a good contrast, so I'm looking forward. I think Joe, Joe will be back, if not next week, then the week after that. Um, you know, and, and I'm in a good mood because it seems like, hopefully, the polar vortexes are behind us. Hopefully, man. I mean, it, it was, it's been... This winter, this is the winter that makes people look at each other like, hey, man, I'll never complain about the summer ever again. This winter has been ridiculous. I think we've had three or four, maybe five full-on polar vortex. I like saying it, uh, you know, with, with some, some power behind the polar vortex because it's coming from the north. As if a Game of Thrones episode. The polar vortex shall arrive from the north. And it shall land on Winterfell. Um, yeah, man. So uh, it, it's been, I mean, this, it's been brick. It's, and fortunately, I missed a good amount of the Texas. I missed many, many of the polar vortexes because I was uh, I was on the road or out of town or in L.A. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's nothing worse than calling home or Skyping back home or what have you or go calling your friends and like, yeah, man, so so y'all good? And hearing my wife say, no, it's not, no, the weather, I'm going to go out and shovel again. And that's that's when you, you switch to phone call instead of Skype so they can't see the sun. <laughs> so you can't see the sun in the background. I was I was chilling in LA. And, and here's what's funny, LA uh was unseasonably warm for a change. Like I'd say in the last I started going to L.A. like full-on consistently in about 2001. And from 01 to about 05, anytime I went to L.A., 06, anytime I went to L.A., it was extremely sunny. It was why you go to L.A., you know what I mean? And then around 06, 07, something happened with the with, with what people say it does not exist, but this global warming... You could call it what you want, but I know there was a time where I started going to L.A., and it was it was nippier out in L.A. than it was in New York. And New York started warming up in the in the, in the the winter. So, like, the last, I say the last, not including this winter, but last winter, winter of 2013, winter of 2012, the the snow was, it was damn near non-existent. I think I had to, I had to shovel my driveway one time and, and last year, and maybe... Used a snowblower two years ago. So I hadn't used it in a couple of years. So when I went to use it during the first polar vortex this year, the 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 snowblower was like, nah, son, we need some new gas. I don't know what you're doing. So so I wound up shuffling. Uh, but I, I've, I've escaped it. I'm happy. And, and it looks like they said, you know it's cold out. You know it's been cold when it's 25 degrees today. And we're like, yo, it, it warmed up. This is, you know, I'm lay out in the sun because it was negative. It was negative four. I think the lowest it got in New York was about four. And then with the wind chill, the wind chill, it was about negative four. 
When I was in uh, when I was in Ohio, I was in Toledo. I think it dropped as low as negative six, which I had never seen. And with the wind chill, it was negative negative twenty six. Can I just say when when it's uh, you don't need to add the wind chill. All right, when if it's negative six, um, I don't need to go out in it. I'm good. I'm I'm a tropical creature, and I'm happy uh, chilling in the hotel room for about four days. I was out there with my man. Brooks Whalen, uh, shout out to Brooks, man. He and I, we did, uh, we did the best of SNL package. We we uh, we did uh, road dating. We had a lot of fun. It's, it's funny because Swap's stories, you know, he he's there years after I'm there, and it's the same experience. I think they have 18 cast members. I think at the let me tell you something. Let me let me break down the math for those that don't understand the math on SNL. All right, you have. The show goes from 11.30 to 1 a.m. 11.30 p.m. Saturday night to 1 o'clock a.m. on Saturday night. So that's 90 minutes uh, the show is blocked for, but then take out about 25, almost 30 minutes of commercial. So I'll give it, say, 25. So that leaves you with 65 minutes of show. Then with the musical acts, uh, give them each, just, just take out 10 minutes. So that's now 55 minutes. Then we can update is about 10 minutes, so that's 45 minutes. So you really only have 45 minutes of sketch work to get in. When I was on the show at at, at its peak, I think we had, we had fifth, my first season, we had 15 cast members. Uh, and, and, I mean, you have some of everybody. And the bangers, you know, some people say that Will Ferrell is the greatest SNL cast member ever. And and hey, he he makes a strong case for it. You know, Eddie Murphy's the reason I do this. Um, and Eddie was a one man dynamo on the show. But um, I, I I will say Will was brilliant on the show as well, man. So uh, they're they're neck and neck to me. But um, you got you got so you can be with with Will Ferrell, uh, Chris Kattan, uh, Tracy Morgan. You got Tracy, Tina Fey, and Jimmy Fallon, Horatio Sands. Maya Rudolph, uh, Rachel Dretch, uh, Ponzi, Chris Parnell came back, uh, I think the latter part of my, my second season. Um, uh, Amy, Polar, Seth Myers, Jeff Richards, that's 12. Myself, that's 13. Anna Gosteyer, that's 14. I'm missing, I feel bad, dang. I'm missing somebody. Somebody's in there. And guess what? I guarantee you they're white. <laughs> Was there another woman? Oh no! You had Dredge, you had Maya, you had Tina and Amy, and there was another. There was another uh, white guy in there. There was a nondescript white guy. Somebody, I got. I got to do the research. I can't. I can't. But there were fifteen cast members. So fifteen people were trying to squeeze into forty-five minutes of show. You know, Will's getting in there. You know, uh, Tina and Jimmy are getting in there. Update, and Jimmy will get like more, at least one sketch. You know, so it was real competitive. So Brooks being on there now, I feel for the brother because he said that there are eighteen of them, and, and not only the eighteen of them, but then if you do do the stats on it, there for him, there are eighteen of them, and there are probably at least four other white guys in the same lane as him that can play the same character, you know? So being a new dude on the show makes it harder because you're vying for slot time hoping that someone else is too busy with other things and they can't, uh, you know, perform. And that's, that's the, the mentality on the show and the psychology 
behind the show for all those naysayers. Daryl Hammond, there we go. Daryl, how could I forget the master? Daryl Hammond, we, we, we had offices across from each other. Daryl, you may never hear this in life. And so if you do, or if someone relays the message like, yeah, man, you know, Dean, that was, forgot about you when he ran down the roster. Yeah, and I don't know why I'm sounding like this right now. Why am I talking in this voice? Yeah, Daryl, why would you be hanging out with somebody that sound like this? <laughs> but if Daryl, if, if you ever find out, I apologize for that, man. Uh, because Daryl, Daryl's actually one of the dudes I used to look at and study his uh, his approach to to nailing. I was always great at impressions. I was really good at impressions. Um, I'll say even great. I'll, I'll give myself that pat on the back. But watching Daryl, I I peeped what he did, and he gave me he gave me a, a defining way of studying impressions. Because I was I was always big at watching you know people when they were on Barbara Walters. When I was growing up, Barbara Walters specials were a big deal, you know, and so. Um, you know, like Denzel, I, I remember recording him uh, in 1992. He was nominated for an Oscar for for X, and he was. They recorded, they recorded the Barbara Walters special. You know, most of the time people would do it in this mansion, the spacious mansion, and and it was sort of like uh, years before MTV Cribs came out. But they would they would walk people around. You heard Barbara narrating And she said You know Like Eddie Murphy The first time she interviewed Eddie Murphy Was after uh, His initial success With like SNL And I think 48 Hours And he had A small humble abode In Long Island Um, But then The second time Was at What people now know To be Bubble Hill um, In Jersey Which was the the Ridiculous mansion And and Barbara came And he was He was showing her Where he played pool And and, and you know the 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 grounds and and talking about you know um, I got good taste but um, not like my mother you know <laughs> and so so uh, when Denzel did it Denzel uh, he recorded it his special uh, in the Boys and Girls Club because he's a spokesperson for Boys and Girls Club I thought that was that was uh, real cool because um, he was giving a shout out to the Boys and Girls Club and then but also talking about how I I want to win the Oscar but if if I don't you know but then he also broke down. That um, he understands how the Oscars work. I mean, he had, he already had one Oscar for Glory, Best Supporting Actor for Glory, and Al Pacino was nominated. And he said, "Listen, you know, Pacino's been nominated. Uh, he's been nominated five times, and and you know, and never 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 won it. So he's nominated for Senator Wom- Senator Woman. So you know, he's one of the guys that I came up." wanting to be like and watching how he used his hands, you know. And so if he wins, um, I understand. He was like, but he was real slick by saying, I want to win. <laughs> that was real talk. He wanted to win. So speaking of the Oscars, man, can we just can we just say one word, two syllables, Lupita. Lupita. And I know there are people that might be listening that are saying, you know what, I'm sick of hearing this this chick's name. But it was it was a you know what the Oscars, the 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 award seasons. I think this particular year, and then it all capping off with the Oscars. I think it was it was, I think it was a, a wonderful feeling of inclusion. Everybody's this this is the first, not the first, but this is one of those Oscars where it didn't seem like it was just about uh, here we got to include black people. You know what I mean? Um, like uh, if if you if you rewind 
the year, I think it was 2003, or 20, was it? Two, no, 2002, the year that I think, um, that, that I felt like, I was like, okay, they, they, they making sure that the NAACP and, and Sharpton and crew don't march on the Oscars because you had Halle Berry won an Oscar for Best Actress for Monsters Ball. Denzel Washington won Best Actor uh, for Training Day. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg was the host. And they gave uh, Sidney Poitier a Lifetime Achievement Award. I remember Denzel saying, Sydney, I'll, I'll, I'm still chasing you. I'll always be chasing you, you know? And so I was like, ah, you know, and, and as, as, as a black cat, I'm watching and I'm, I'm happy because I'm like, you know what? We finally, because that's, that's what you wind up doing. Uh, if you're black, you're like, we are finally, we're at the table. And then there were a lot of black people that were mad because they're like, oh, how come Denzel won uh, by playing a crooked cop? Instead of the uh, the hero uh, in Hurricane, but the reason he didn't win in Hurricane because and no no uh, knock to Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey won that year, and I remember that was the year I think that was in '99, and that was the year that I learned about Oscar campaigning and campaigning. There's also the same way in political campaigning, but with Oscar campaigning, there's subtle mudslinging because. Uh, Denzel's Denzel was was the favorite, but then American Beauty became uh, this this uh, commercial and popular hit, and then suddenly I remember seeing the uh, the narrative started changing where they started saying, well, you know, Hurricane they they played with some of the facts, and so it's a biopic, but it's not true to form, and they they did some things to, and I was like, really. really? So they they changed some things things in that, but no one uh, has a problem with Kevin Spacey's character uh, trying to holler at his teenage daughter's girlfriend. You know what I mean? And so that that was that's why you always feel like, well, we are finally and we are finally here and we've arrived. And the year that uh, Denzel and Halle and and Sydney and Whoopi were there, there was a there was a pride behind it, but you were also like. You're like, well, yeah, damn. Hallie, Hallie won the Oscar after she let Billy Bob Thornton ram Cocker from behind, and and it made me feel good. That was that was a that was a real sexy scene for those that don't uh, remember. You thought I was done with this voice, but I'm gonna let you know. Every time I see that movie with Halle Berry, I get a. Uh, I'm gonna say it'll bring me up to about forty seven percent erection. That's right. That's what I said. So this year. It was spread out. There were there were favorites, but nobody won everything. There's, that's the other thing that that like uh, like this year at the Grammy Awards, Kendrick Lamar was nominated for I don't know something ridiculous like seven, nine, eleven, all these awards, and he won nothing. My man got Nathan, and shout out to Kendrick Lamar because I for one, his was funny, and then I'll be the first to admit it when I first heard. Like Kendrick Lamar, and I know he had mixtapes or whatever. I thought he was lyrically um, gifted. He, uh, the, my my first uh, the first joints that I really liked. He had uh, yeah that song. we when you and you told me to. Oh damn, well, I forgot the name of that. And pull uh, uh, up, drank swimming swimming pools, and so those were big hits, um, radio hits. And then he had the joint that Erica Badu uh, sang sang the hook on. At uh at the BET Awards or, or the Hip Hop Awards, and Erica had, had 
Erica was uh, nicely plump, may I say. You saw you saw Erica walk away, and you were like, "Oh, that's how Andre 3000 and Common wound up changing their fashion sense." Because <laughs> Erica Badu, whatever she puts on, you should make you change your style, son. You go from wearing denim and hanging hanging low to macrame pants and and stitched hats, and so um, and so I lost my train of thought. So so Kendrick. He, there's nothing worse than going, getting nominated. Because people always say, well, you know, I'm just happy to get nominated. But you want to win. You want to win something. You want to, you get nine nominations. Like, can I get one? Can I get at least the, the, the resident okay here where you did come to the awards? Here's your, here's your nomination Grammy. <laughs> That's like the, the Grammys and the Oscars, they should give you, aside from just the envelope that shows you were nominated. Can I get a, a piece of hardware, a statue or something just to put on the mantle? You know, a, a, a phonograph statue will sit on the mantle a little neater than a piece of paper that you now have to go get framed. Y'all want me to go spend money to get framage. That's not happening. So Kendrick got jerked. Um, and there have been years like that. Uh, uh, India Irie, I, I remember the year India Irie was, was hot. I think she... Uh, Got nominated for a gang of Grammy son and won nothing. She won nothing to the point where I think Common or Kanye said, Kanye, I think, uh, said they tried to NDIRE me. No, it wasn't Common. They tried to NDIRE me. NDIRE became a verb because <laughs> it, it became synonymous with uh, getting nominated but not getting the goal. You know, that's like going to the Olympics and just missing meddling or or getting the silver every time. No, at least the silver you get something. You get nothing if you if you came in point zero 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 one tenths of second behind the third place finner, finisher. You lost, son. You and you, so you trained all your life. <laughs> that's that's what sucks is you trained all your life for this moment and no one remembers. And they're still saying something. You made it to the Olympics. You're one of the best in the world. That's how that's how fair weather we are in the, as human beings. We're like, hey, you, you ain't get that gold. People clown Lolo Jones. I ain't go for it. I, I kind of do too. You know, I'm sorry, Lolo. But it's, it's, well, it sucks because that's the machine. Once the machine gets behind somebody uh, and she's attractive enough, then people are like, well, we're going to ride with her. But, you know, Lolo Jones didn't, didn't get that medal, you know? And there are people that did get that medal. And so as soon as somebody gets that medal and the person you propped up uh, because she looks good and she had the talent, but she didn't get it, as soon as she doesn't get it, you need to refocus your attention on the people. I don't care if if they look like uh, uh, Dikembe Mutombo, whomever, you know, I don't care who they live. They flavor flav reincarnate in female form. You gotta give credit and let her get that Wheaties box and a Nike endorsement. Something. So Kendrick got jerked. So at the uh, Oscars, you know, you had Twelve Years a Slave was coming in heavily, uh, he um, a heavy favorite. But you also had Gravity. Um, you also had uh, Dallas Buyers Club. You had. Uh, um, what was the one with McConaughey and uh, and not well McConaughey was in everything that was Dallas Buyers, but then uh, American Hustle, um, which I thought was there was a move no that was called American Pimp I could and I think Cat Williams had had I think Cat Williams had had a special called American Hustle. Y'all might have to double check, but I could be wrong, but I could also be right. Thank you. 
Um, yeah, Cat Williams, I think his second or third special was called American Hustle. Um, and there was a movie called American Pip. But I digress. So you had all these movies nominated and going into it, I say, once again, I'm black. So, and here's what's funny. If you black, anybody black that's listening, and for the people that don't know, when somebody is, is if it's someone black versus someone white, you're going to root for someone black. <laughs> you just are. Just like if you're Italian and you see and you see Rocky is fighting Apollo Creed, like, you know what? I mean, Apollo's a better fighter, but uh, I'm going for Stallone. You know, so... Same thing. If I if I see somebody black on the prices right and they've been sitting in contestants row for the first 40 minutes, I'm sitting there when when it's the final time before they can get out of contestants row. I'm like, "Come on, man, please. Please get up there so you can represent us because we, that's what I call the we speech, cuz we as a community need to get together and we need to we need to own businesses and we need to buy black." And uh yeah, I just I I, I want somebody black to win something. Just so when I, just so when I open the Entertainment Weekly and I see all the pictures I can see see us represented because so often when you uh when you open the magazines you don't see us, you know, or you see the one, <laughs> you see the one token black cat. Uh, you'll see like a picture of Will Smith. You're like, Will Smith ain't got a new movie coming out. Why is he in there? You know, so uh, I think it was it was nice that everybody, out, out, what's his name, Alfonso Cuaron for, for Gravity. You know, uh, is he Mexican? Yeah, he's Mexican, man. This is the first time, you know, there was, everybody was represented because I want everybody to eat at the table. You know what I mean? I don't just, it's not just about black. I want, you know, like people complained uh, that there weren't any uh, any black actresses on um, on Saturday Night Live, man. But how do you think uh, a Korean actress feels, a com Korean comedian Actress feels, you know, she she should get some love too. At least someone check for her, you know. Um, you know, if you're if you're if you're uh, from Iran, you know, that doesn't make you less funny. You, everybody should should get an opportunity, is what I'm saying. And so watching uh watching the Oscars, I feel like everybody got some burn. You know, um, Gravity won. Uh, Steve McQueen didn't win Best Director. But Steve McQueen's movie, which he also co-produced with Brad Pitt, 12 Years a Slave one. And this is before, I think Chris Rock tweeted out, this is the first time in, in my life I'm actually rooting for the slave, you know? <laughs> which is true, you know? You just use us, please let Lupita win. And, and also, I think because it was, we all love a Cinderella story, man. We all love to see somebody that, because she, and she really came from obscure, obscurity. She was a, a Yale School of Drama Actress didn't even have a uh, didn't have an agent, you know, which is unheard of. She didn't have an agent, had no representation. Went in, killed this audition, and I actually I remember seeing Twelve Years a Slave. I fell asleep, and then I had to leave early. Um, so it took me. It's excuse me when she got uh, nominated. I saw her on all these uh, magazine covers and whatnot. It took me. I was like, well, who did she? Who did she play? Because they made they wore her down so much. Looks wise, um, in there, and and yeah, she was actually. Uh, my wife is telling me she made a documentary. It was a filmmaker first who knew, and she also worked on the Constant Gardener. A lot of people don't know. That's a little fun fact. She uh, she was a PA on the Constant Gardener. So all you PAs out there that have aspirations 
to to become uh, successful acting actors or uh, actresses or just actors, uh, or you have bigger dreams besides fetching someone some coffee. And I'm talking to you, Joseph Vesey, as you take your acting classes right now. Uh, you know, I, I that that should be said. People should understand that. Um, as as she said, I understand that dreams are valid. She's, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm mocking Lupita's. Can we just address the fact that she's she's uh from East African but has a a, a Latino name? Nobody, uh, <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o. I wonder in about ten years if people are gonna like Lupita is gonna be a name. You know, like I'm sure I'm sure there are a bunch of little girls named Beyonce. That have come out in the last decade because of Destiny's Child. And so I'm guessing Lupita is now on people's radar, you know, and, and it's and it's likened now to success. You know, now it's now you can win an Oscar if your name is Lupita. You know, also uh also send a send a shout out, uh rest in peace, man, to uh to someone who um, I I always wanted to do an impression of him, but I never did on stage. Philip Seymour Hoffman, man, yeah, that that one, that one stung, man, because he, dude was like, dude was a brilliant. I mean, he he was a beast. I remember first seeing, him, <laughs> or not first seeing him, but I remember really paying attention to him in uh, in Boogie Nights. Remember when he kissed Dirk Diggler, and, and he, you know there were just so many things. Wrong with the character that I'm sure he brought to the character that that made it right from him wearing that that uh that tight tank top with his with his belly <laughs> poking out from the bottom of it to him holding I, I I remember just watching dude and I was I was I was transfixed by the character he created on screen to playing the bad guy in uh, Mission Posh Three I think you know and uh yeah unfortunately that. The, Drug drug culture is real out here, and I never knew. I I didn't know a lot of people. Uh, after after his passing, people were saying, "Oh yeah, he uh yeah he he struggled with uh with addiction for years." And I had me someone who s- sort of pays attention to to um you know the the culture of entertainment and and uh, people's lives. I guess I keep my ear to the street. I never, I did not, I did not know. So uh, rest in peace to Philip Seymour Hoffman. And shout out to my man, Mums. Mums an actor, y'all have seen in uh, numerous projects. Uh, most, uh, you might remember mostly from uh, from Oz, from Oz on uh, HBO. He was, he was a poet. He was a poet. That always, yo, Mums always has, like, Mums, Mums, we, we go back years, man, just from seeing each other on auditions. And so I, I uh, from what I understand, I believe Mums was uh was in Philip Seymour Hoffman's theater company. And he brought up, a, he made a good point um, on Facebook. I remember seeing a post on Facebook after uh, Hoffman passed. He said, listen, if if you got something fly to say about, uh, about Phil... Um, and I also I love when when the when it's when it's personalized and this the humanity of him him just calling Phil like you know they they have history. He was like if you have something negative to say about Phil on your timeline and you and I follow you and I see it when I'm I'm canceling you as a friend because because it's true. Now we live in a culture where people aren't tactful. You know nobody's tactful now. Now now it's all about who can get there first with the news. You know. 
You who who's who gets the scoop first? Who's gonna be first to post about it? I knew about it first. Yeah, you know, and and uh, listen, man, uh, there is a way. You know, we live in a in a world now where the news is coming at you from every direction and it's coming at you fast. So I get that, but. Hey, man, you know, understand that these people are human beings. If someone passes away, and I think I said this on a previous podcast, that I tell one of my boys uh, that I uh, grew up with, and we used to break dance the whole night. He became, like, every time someone died, I get a text that he probably sent out a mass text. He sent out a, a mass text, this just in, such and such, fill in the blank, died. I'm like, yo, and... It finally came to a head when, when Bernie Mac died because Bernie and I were cool, you know. When I say we were friends, we weren't friends, but we were, he, he, was a, as, he was a mentor to me. He was someone that I admired. He was someone that um, we, we bonded in the short time. We knew each other. And so I, I was like, man, I'm already dealing with mourning him, a uh, 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 far away friend in my head, you know. Um, I'm mourning it in my head. So why are you... Why are you giving me this scoop? A, I knew about it already. B, I don't want to read about it and get bombarded with it. That's why I turned the TV off. You know, when I want to hit the same, he did the same thing with uh, with with Patrice. Uh, when Patrice died, and that's when I told him, I said, all right, so well, um, we, we, we probably ain't going to be friends if you're going to keep doing it. And he stopped after that because I was, re- I was, you know, Patrice and I were even, were even closer. So I was, uh, I was somewhat disgusted um about that you know and uh back to back to celebrating Lupita Nyong'o um and then people you know it's funny people are still so for those that don't know and I don't know what you must live live under a rock but Ellen DeGeneres took this uh well had Bradley Cooper take a selfie and I've read a couple of things one uh you know people are so cynical nowadays I, I saw someone wrote well you know uh Samsung and Galaxy, the Note 3, they, they, they sponsored the awards, so they all got paid. So I was like, no, shut up. No, they didn't. They didn't get paid to take a, a selfie. Also, can, as a side note, can we just address the fact that every picture is not a selfie? Everyone is using that. You're using, you're overusing that term too much. It's not, every picture is not a selfie. Now, if someone take, turns the camera around on themselves and aims it at themselves, then that's a, then that's a selfie. But I uh I've seen it on on the shows Entertainment Tonight, Access Hollywood, Extra, and they hand the camera to someone, and then they're like, "Oh, you want a selfie?" I'm like, "No, it's not a selfie. It's a picture. It's just a shot. It's just a picture. It's just a it's just a it's it's a picture that you're not gonna print out, and it's gonna wind up on your phone, and you're probably never gonna look at it again." Uh, fast forwarding two or, two or three weeks down the line, you're not gonna download it. You're not gonna put it in the cloud. You're not gonna put it on an iPhoto. No one does anymore. Remember, remember back in the days, you would actually you 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 would ration out the photos you took because you knew that you only had 24. Uh, you had a roll of film with 24 exposures. So you said, I right, you know you rationed it out. It was like. It was like a girl that likes you but doesn't want to overdo it when she first gets with you. She's like, ah, you know what? I, you know, I, I want him to think I'm a hoe. I want him to think I'm a freak. So maybe I just I I'll let him put it in two inches. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe I won't fondle him too much because then he's gonna think, oh damn, I hit, I hit the jackpot. 
You know, but 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 seriously, man, you would you would ration out the shots. Now you'll you'll take like fifty shots of the same. You know how often people after a show will there's a line. This is how selfish people could be too. There's a line of people waiting for a picture. So if I if if you say can we get a picture I never I'm not that dude that has a I like taking pictures with with uh I call them fams not F A N as in Nancy but F A M as in Mary I call them fams because I'm like you know we just bonded for the last hour we fam you know what I mean so if you want a picture with your fam with your man Dean Edwards come take a picture with me did I just refer to myself in third person I apologize for that. That just sounded weird coming off my tongue. You want a picture with Dean Edwards? Because Dean Edwards, let me tell you what Dean Edwards does. Dean Edwards is brilliant. So if you want a picture with me, I have no problem when people people want to want to take a picture. My, my problem is if you want to take a picture, and I always say to people, Yo, turn your, your flashes on because I'm dark, you know. So uh, that, that just helps the picture come out better as opposed to me a floating pair of teeth with you and your girl. So you take the shot, and if your phone, you know your camera better than I do, better than anybody else in line. If you know it is one of those flashes that takes forever, then let us know as you're taking the picture. Hey man, uh, listen, it's, it's good. You know, wait for the third flash because sometimes they'll have the strobe flash and then the bright one, and then and but they didn't warn you, so they've strobed, and now you thought the picture took. So now you turn, and they're like, "Oh man, you moved. We gotta take it again." Well, you didn't tell me. I didn't know. But, but then you have a line of people that, if you don't realize it, they're standing behind you. They're getting pissed at you. Um, I know sometimes people may get annoyed with me. I usually give people the the, the eyebrow raise, like, "How? What are you gonna do? Sorry, you you see you see this person? They're taking a long time. It's not me. It's them." So make sure if you take the picture, do it quickly, and, and and it's the protocol, man. Take take it and keep it moving. I don't mind taking pictures. I I I know there are a couple of guys out there that actually charge for pictures. I think that's grimy. I think that's I'm like if somebody just somebody just spent do the man. Somebody just spent uh, money on themselves and the and their lady. Um, say it, it, that might be twenty five to thirty a ticket. So that's sixty dollars. There's a two drink minimum. So that's four drinks minimum ten dollars. So you didn't spend a hundred dollars. I'm not gonna say, oh, you want a picture with me? That's gonna be another ten. Now, if you want the T-shirts, that's different because there were printing costs involved and, you know, what have you. I had to, uh, you know, ship those and what have you. But aside from that, man, if you, you want a picture, holla at, holla at your boy, son. You know, so people had a problem with uh, with Lupita Nyong'o's brother uh, getting in the in the selfie. And this, this, this selfie included, let's see, Bradley Cooper, Meryl Streep, uh, Jared Leto, who had just won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor, um, Liza Minnelli's cut out, <laughs> but she's just short. It's nobody's fault. She's too short to get in the picture. Jennifer, Lo Oscar winner, Jennifer Lawrence, Lupita. Lupita is like a little dark dot in the back. You know what I mean? Um, so shout out to Galaxy Note 3 for, and The Flash for capturing her image in there. And then her brother is is in the forefront. Like he almost leg swooped her to get in the picture. And a lot of people like... Yo, this dude's wild thirsty. Not thirsty. If 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 they said, if Ellen DeGeneres says, hey guys, let's let's take a quick picture, and you sitting right there, you're gonna play the background, you're gonna be like, you know what? I'm a college student, and this right here is gonna help my blue book value go up when I go back to uh college. He got in a picture, and I said, hey, 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 shout out, 
to, to her brother because I'd have done the same thing. And so would you. So shut your shut your mouth. You know, we, why? Plus, why are people tripping on it? I don't understand. People, people find something else to be annoyed about. You know, I had someone tell me, what do you mean this dude Steve McQueen took Steve McQueen's name? Now, now listen, Steve McQueen, for those that don't know, those that are a little younger, Steve McQueen, when I was coming up, actually even before me, was was a, an action hero uh, that that came up in in late sixties and the seventies, and and so when actually I honestly when when I first heard about Steve McQueen the director, I think I first heard about him as a as a photographer, and I was like, wait, I was thinking, I was like, oh, I thought he did, I thought he died, I thought Steve McQueen died. He's a photographer because oftentimes you'll find out that. Actors or singers or different artists have other passions, like like Clint Eastwood, I believe, is also a painter, as as well as a, a, an actor and director, obviously. Uh, so I thought, okay, well, Steve McQueen found another call until I saw a picture of him. And I was like, and that ain't Steve McQueen. That's a different Steve McQueen. That's a dark, that's a dark chocolate Steve McQueen. And a lot of people, well, here's here's a lot of people were um, that I've heard. They're like, why did he take his name? I'm like, you know, he didn't name himself. He has parents. If all you know, his dad, uh, I think he's I think he's British. Uh, I think his, his father might have been a big fan and named him Steve McQueen after his favorite action hero. Who knows? Uh, but but it would be funny if now you see brothers, <laughs> you see people start naming their kids. So they can get better acting jobs. <laughs> so you see, Charles Bronson looks like the cat, this brother from Bushwick, Brooklyn. <laughs> yo, what up, yo? Charles Bronson's reporting for duty. I heard there's a casting call out here, son. Oh, Arnold, but Arnold, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it'd be it'd be like, nah, it's spelled with an A. It's not an ER. That's I'm I'm. Uh, they just call me A Schwarzenegger. Know what I mean? I'm that I'm that I'm a real Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Or just cut it off. Okay, call me Schwartz. And what else happened at the Oscars? John Travolta. Let's leave John Travolta alone. Listen, we all know. I don't think he was high. Mike is saying, was he high? I, I heard he has dyslexia. I, I think, and here's my take on it. Because I think he... he uh, not only his dyslexia, but also, you know, he's reading a teleprompter. Yeah, he's done it a, 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 numerous times, but it's still a teleprompter during the Oscars. Okay, he's allowed to be a little nervous, a little self-conscious. And here's, here's when I, I said, watching live, I said, eh, something's wrong. He either doesn't know her name or he's having trouble getting her name because he, he took a long time before he got to the name. He was like... Uh, she's a talent unto herself. Give it up for the wickedly, and that was a not that was a wink to the people that don't know she she uh starred in Wicked on Broadway. The the wicked <laughs> the wickedly the wickedly talented because uh, <laughs> her name is uh she's Tay Diggs' ex wife now I think Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel, and he called her Adele Dazeeb. <laughs> he so I th honestly I think he was I think he was trying to think at the speed of thought, 
as well as trying to read the teleprompter, and then you got to allow for his uh, his dyslexia to to kick in, and he's 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 had to say something. He couldn't just say. Hey, it's Grease Lightning. You know, he could. What if he just did that? He was like, hey, give it up for her. I got nothing. Go Grease Lightning. Well, no. <laughs> it's Grease Lightning. Adele Nazim. And this is how childish we are because Adele Nazim now has a Twitter page. She has a Twitter page. Uh, probably has more followers than myself and Vessi combined. Um, I know she has more followers than Harris Stanton. Shout out to Harris. At Har- go, hey man, go follow ha- Harris. Go follow at Harris Stanton. Harris needs some followers, man. We need to get his his social media game up. <laughs> and uh, and they actually have a new app called Travolta Eyes Me, where you can put your name in. This is this is the the Oscars happened what three days ago, three nights ago. Um, but y'all are hearing this a little later than that. Uh, and and they've already someone created an app. You gotta give them credit that someone's that creative. But if you're that creative, couldn't you create something a little more useful uh, to the world than Travolta eyes this? Um, but yeah, they uh, you know John Travolta. And the the worst thing about that happening to John Travolta is that now he is forever going to re- be remembered. I don't care the greatest thing he could do. He could win. Three Oscars, and they're still going to look back on uh, click, clips of him going, Adele Nazim. I have no idea where that, uh, where that name came from. And, um, you know, in, in our Oscar wrap-up, I'm, I'm getting ready to wrap it up, but I also got to give a nice shout-out to uh, my man Pharrell because Pharrell is having a phenomenal year. Pharrell was off the... Nah, I wouldn't say off the radar, because people are dramatic when people say, yo, man, Pharrell fell off. He didn't fall off. There's a difference between, uh, say, a Millie Vanilli, you know, and Pharrell taking some time off to work on his new music. You know, Pharrell... And Pharrell's produced everybody from 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 Madonna to... I mean, Pharrell, we are... I know Pharrell... I remember the first time I heard Pharrell... Was uh because he he was big on bing, boo, th- w- those uh those sort of odd computer bell sounds um and I think I I looked at him as someone who came up after uh, Timbaland because they're both they're all from Virginia so Pharrell I remember him with uh with the clips uh, with Nerd with Khalees remember I hate you so much right now ah! like if you listen to that song you'll hear sort of the blueprint for Pharrell's uh, video game style. He, he went on, obviously, to uh, work with uh, the likes of of Puffy or P Diddy, as it were, to Big Snoop Dogg, uh, Jay Z. I just, I just want to love you, baby. Uh, no, that's that's uh, 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 JT. Uh, that's Jermaine. That's Jermaine. That's Justin Timberlake. If he were black, his name would be Jermaine. Timberlake. Um, but with Jay-Z, it's when the Remy's in my system, ain't no, you know, that that's uh that's Pharrell, uh Gwen Stefani, uh uh just some of everybody. Obviously, Le- and Le- he's had like this big year, man. He 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 rocked out with Robin Thick, Blurred Lines, Daft Punk, you know. And uh can I just say on a side note, you know the part of the song where where uh where where they say uh well, up on next to get fun. Well, up on next to, and it's like, you know, I just realized that they're not saying Mexican in that. I was like, we're up on Mexican. 
we're up on Mexican. I really thought, that's how I know I'm getting older because I really, I was like, yeah, we're up on Mexican. We up on Mexican. We're up on Mexican. Next time y'all hear this song, tell me if I'm wrong. We're up on Mexican. We're up on Mexican. We're legend of the theme. And you know I like Pharrell? Because Pharrell's bringing back falsetto. Nobody rocks out falsetto like back in the day. Back in the late 60s, early 70s, you had to have that, you had to have that one dude in band in the group that can hit that high note. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love I love that high note. You know, so let the side show begin. Everybody step right on that board with your mind. Make you cry. And girls throwing their panties on stage. Ah, I love him because he sounds like me. You know, I just love a, a, a nice full set of voice and, and Pharrell. Pharrell rocked out, especially at the Oscars, man. He he came out in the audience, started dancing with Lupita, and he danced with with Meryl. Meryl. You ain't know, y'all didn't know Meryl could shimmy like that. Meryl was shimmying like ODB was singing, shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Meryl got busy, and then uh, I think Amy Adams, everybody, Amy, Amy Adams got, yo, somebody needs to, I want to see that just looping on, uh, on Vine or something, because did you see she hit a pose and a flare and then sat down like, that's that's all y'all get. Y'all don't need no more. I just thought it was a great moment in uh in Oscar history, man. So, so listen, all that to say, I'm putting it out there right now, man. This is it's 2014. I'm putting it out there. I'm winning the Oscar, Mike. That's I'm I'm putting it out there. You gotta breathe into existence. I'm winning the best, I'm I'm winning either a best actor or best supporting actor. I don't care which one. But I am winning an Oscar. I, I prefer best. I want a best actor Oscar, man. So that's that's a you know. I, I done dreamed a lot of things, man. I dreamed a lot of. I dreamed. I remember Hulk Hogan said that. I signed a lot of things. Signed a lot of contracts, Andre. That was for WrestleMania three. I think is is this the thirty anniversary for WrestleMania? Yeah, I remember WrestleMania three at the Pontiac Superdome. Remember he slammed Andre the Giant. Yeah. Nobody else had, had done it. They, that was the passing of the torch right there. Because cause Hulk Hogan, remember, it was, it was uh, I flashback so often. Hey, I'm getting goosebumps. Y'all always know it's good. You need to ha hashtag I'm getting goosebumps because that's what I do. when you know I'm feeling, I'm getting goosebumps. And I remember Roddy, Rowdy, Rod, Rowdy, Roddy Piper. He had Piper's picked. And, and, and Andre came on. And he was like, you thought that Andre the Giant. That was, imagine uh, his teacher in, in elementary school trying to understand him. Um, now, uh, Andre, you have something to say? Yes, I little teacher. Okay. Well, give a round of applause. <laughs> and that's how Andre the Giant sounded. R.I.P. to Andre the Giant. Because I was a big fan, but you know he had a funky voice. And so uh, I remember Andre, he was like, you came on, and Bobby Heenan became his manager, uh, the weasel, Bobby Heenan. He, and he was like, you thought I told you everything, but I didn't. And, and Hulk Hogan was like, Andre, I don't understand. If you wanted you wanted a title shot, I would have. No, but brother, if you if you wanted me to sign the contract. I, and then Andre grabbed him and, and ripped his shirt off and ripped his gold chain with the cross. Remember that? He ripped his cross off. And then Andre walked off set with uh with Bobby Heenan. I think they knocked over some of the wall. 
suppose it was like a cardboard cutout. And then uh, Roddy Piper was like, <laughs> <"You're>, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because it's funny. You're bleeding. <laughs> He's like, you're bleeding. He said, listen, brother, are you or are you not going to fight Andre the Giant? And the Hulk Hogan, he was down. And then he was like, yes. And then they went to commercial. Oh, man, I got goosebumps. I got clothes on that, yo. <laughs> that was that's a, I got to go find that clip. Listen, man, as always, as always, in part, we wish you love, peace, and soul. Hey, you know what? You know what y'all need to read? You want a, a good read? I'm reading right now. There are a couple good books uh, that I'm reading, but right now, um, Mike Tyson's uh, uh, book is, is really, it's actually very entertaining. There are a lot of crazy things that happen that are tragic, but it's, it's, uh, <laughs> It's a good book. Right now, I'm reading uh, my brother Questlove from the Roots. See, I go, I, I Questlove from the uh, the the baddest band at late night, uh, the Roots, uh, from the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. But I go back to the Roots. I take it back. I, I've been a Roots fan since Organics, son, with an X, with the black. It was just a black album said Organics. You know what I mean? And and rolled with them ever since. So I'm very happy and proud. A lot of people weren't happy. When they first wound up uh, on on uh, late night with Jimmy Fallon, people were like, "Why are they doing that?" I was like, "Man, a because they don't want to be on the road forty eight weeks out the year. You know, let those these dudes are talented and they should just get their paper because they want to go on the road, not because they have to. You know, getting older. You know, the road is rough. And Tracy Morgan said the road is the road could be lonely, and damaging, and damaging. So I'm I'm glad." That, that they're doing their thing. And I mean, you know, look at the cultural impact. Not only are these, uh, this is probably uh, one of the first um, just black collectives uh, in late night, not including Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall always had a, a variety of races in his in his band, but uh, these are black cats. But more importantly, man, that's hip hop. You got hip hop controlling the pulse of late night TV. I think that's, I think that's amazing. And so I'm reading... Go go cop uh Questlove Questlove's book Mo Meta Blues man it's it's uh it's an entertaining uh trip down memory lane um you know uh I got some shows coming up y'all need to check me out if you're in the Hartford area I'm I'm at the Hartford Funny Bone the end of March March 27th through March 30th y'all make sure you you come out. And uh, give me a shout out. Let let me know if you if you listen to. Well, obviously, if you listen, I don't have to say if you listen, but let me know you you listen to the uh, to the Father Market Protocol, man. I appreciate um appreciate anybody that downloads this and tells a friend and and doesn't mind the sound of my voice, man. I know fellas right now you don't like when my voice gets all low and close to the microphone, so I'll move it back. Um, but yeah, man, I I appreciate uh the the podcast we've been. Hearing a lot of good things, and uh, we're we're taking it to the proverbial next level. People always say that we're taking it to the next level. What does that mean? I just I'm glad that if we have one more listener, or ten more listeners, or a hundred more listeners every week, and uh, you know we're we're um, over ten episodes in, and this this started as just an idea and uh, came to fruition. So I'm glad that people are checking for it. Uh, make sure you check out Joseph Vesey's podcast, The Call Back. Um, make sure you uh, check out, excuse me, some of uh, 
Actually, all of the podcasts on All Things Comedy, man. That's that's our network. Y'all can holler at us on All Things Comedy. You can check us on SoundCloud. You can check us on iTunes. You have options, man. But make sure you tell a friend. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like. Make sure you follow a brother on Instagram and Twitter. Twat me on Twitter at I A M Dean Edwards because that's who I am, man. Follow a brother and keep keep posting because we got some bigger and better things. Also, I, I'll mention these. They're, they're a little further down the line, but the beginning of April, I'm at the uh, Virginia Beach uh, Comedy Weekend at, at, I forgot the name of the damn theater, but check, check it. You can check my website with for the details. Um, Virginia Beach then, and then uh, D.C. People been asking, you when you coming to D.C.? I'm coming back to D.C. It's been... It's been like over a year since I've been in D.C. proper, and this is my first time at the D.C. Improv. So come check your boy out, the D.C. Improv. Um, the weekend leading up to, I think, Easter is on April 20th. So I'm there April 17th, 18th, and 19th. And uh, shout out to the janky promoters that had me going to Saudi Arabia next week that uh, canceled on us and weren't even professional enough to, to let us know um, but that just means bigger and better is coming, man. I bet, and and you know what? That that goes to show because normally I I work with particular promoters in uh, in Saudi and and Dubai and the Middle East, and these were some new cats. And here's my thing, promoters: if you book a comic, like I knew something was funny when our deposit hadn't got there in December, like it was supposed to. But I still held that hope. But then as it got closer, I said, well, you know what? I need a visa and they don't have my visa proper. So this is probably going to get canceled. But when you cancel a, a, such a, a nice paying gig as as this one was, and this is supposed to happen next week, and you don't even have the the uh, uh, graciousness to just respond to our emails or calls and say, uh, listen, it's not happening. All right, fine. You know, let us know. We can We can book out something else. So, you know. So whatever to um, I'm not gonna blast their name off because they ain't worth mentioning, man. But I had to get that off my chest to my listeners, to my fans out there, man. I appreciate y'all. It's your man Dean Edwards. Two fingers. Catch you next week, baby. So love. Big up, Mike's in the building. I ain't say that earlier, but Mike got the sounds happening, baby. Dean Edwards. See y'all next time. I hear you. Peace. <laughs>